to the uh, BPMO uh, podcast where we are focusing on leadership from a project management perspective. Uh, this is our series that we're going to do all November. So we have uh, one podcast a week and we're happy to welcome David Helps. David Helps is the Chief of Staff of the uh, South Carolina Department of Health and Human Services Project Management Office. Well, that's a mouthful, yeah, isn't it? it is. A, <laughs> it is a big mouthful. Well, it's thanks like, for thanks for joining. Yes. So uh, we have some notes here, so we're going to have a little bit of fun uh, just to make sure that we stay on topic and make the most out of everybody's time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the topic of today is really defining what leadership is. So we're going to walk through a book by world-renowned John, John C. Maxwell. His book is uh, called Developing the Leader in You. Uh, 2.0 because they wrote this book like years yeah. ago and I guess he did an update uh, and we're just kind of relating it to project management because although he is a expert in leadership mm -hmm. he's not an expert in project management so I really want to see how we can relate his teaching his concepts and the teachings of others mm -hmm. uh, who do leadership as it relates to project management so I look forward to hearing some stories from you oh yes <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to put anybody under the bus. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, change the names to protect the change innocent. Change the names to protect the guilty. Great. So, uh, so for today, the subject matter is uh, the definition of leadership, uh, which wrapped up is influence. So according to John, uh, what, what he says is that leadership is influence. And one of his quotes that he uses uh, from people is, is uh, he who thinks he leads and has no one following him is just taking a walk. Correct. Which I kind of love that. Uh, he calls it a leadership proverb. Uh, have you found this to be true? Yes, yes. Oh. I, I, I have seen uh, several leaders uh, over my years, many years, um, who thought that they were leading in a certain direction and everybody was following, everybody was on board, and they and just to come to the realization that when they turned around, no one was behind them. They were all doing their own things in other areas. So, uh, yeah, it's it can be uh, very interesting uh, to to be in that situation. Uh, but yeah, no, I've have actually seen that in a couple of places yeah. uh, that occur, and it, it's deflating for the person. Uh, but it's really uh, a, a point of reflection time for them to actually think about, well, okay, where did I lose the people? Because they might have started following them mm -hmm. to begin with and lost them along the way. So was that a philosophical loss or was that, you know, the, they, they were not buying into the overarching goal uh, that the leader was trying to get them to move to, so. Yes, there's a, a company that I used to work for. Mm -hmm. Where, uh, where I really, I'd say, really cut my teeth on project management. You know, I, I started at another company, but this one was in South Carolina. Again, we're going to change the names. So we'll, yeah. we'll just say it wasn't the Red Cross. It was a different color. <laughs> but uh, they have a very good structured uh, way of doing uh, projects. And, and the way that they move things through at the time I was there is through escalation. Yes. And uh, and I remember coming in and you know I was like okay I lined up I lined up all the leaders everybody supports my project and I got out there and into a meeting with uh, with some of my stakeholders who didn't want to do the work on my project mm -hmm. and I you know being the good arrogant junior project manager that I was <laughs> you know I, I I said you are going to do it because your boss's boss says you're going to do it yeah. and the boss's boss was sitting in the room and said well we've had to actually change in priorities and I 
oh, what happened? So I went to battle, and when I turned around, tumbleweed rolled by. Oh. And uh, and so I, I kind of did what you said. Uh -huh. I took a moment of reflection, and yeah. and in that moment of reflection, at the time, I wasn't seeing it. I was seeing, oh, this is the organization's fault. Yeah. Uh, I'm a great project manager, you know. Uh, I know what I'm doing. I did I what this. I was supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I didn't take that moment to sit there and say, you know, well, what could I have done better? What should I have done better? Uh -huh. uh, so, um, uh, James C. George. Mm -hmm. Do you know who he is? Uh, no, off the top of my head. So, so this guy is uh he's he's passed away you know yeah. may rest yeah. in peace that yeah. sort of thing but he left behind a legacy of of a company called par the par group oh okay and uh they teach leadership and corporate they're mm -hmm. really big now they've done something like half a million and yeah. and his quote is leadership is the ability to obtain followers he said mm -hmm. if you take out all the morals of it yes leadership is the ability to obtain followers and so of course in my example i completely failed yeah <laughs> What what would be your advice to people like how they can gain a following of leaders where they can make sure that it's not tumbleweed rolling by when they go to the battlefield? Really for a lot of, not just project managers, this is business in general, but for a lot of project managers and leaders in businesses, it really is about setting a clear, concise vision of where people are supposed to be going. And by doing that and getting them to understand that, hey, this is a, a goal or a job that we're trying to do that is going to prosper ourselves, each other, the company, all of that, giving them that clear, concise visual uh, can help get people to get on board, uh, to get people to join, want to do something. Uh, a lot of uh, people want to feel like what they're doing is making a difference. And if you have a leader who can, who understands that and can take a vision and can take a, uh, a goal and make it into a clear, concise movement, then people will, will follow more, more often than not. So. Now, one of the, assumptions i guess that, that's made out there yeah uh is that leaders don't necessarily have to be born some can be but some can be made yes and uh and there there's some myths out there that that john puts out and just kind of want to walk through and see see do you agree do you disagree and and just you know what are some examples when we walk through these that you can think of in in your experience oh and, yeah uh, see what we can do what do you first what do you think is it made? Is it born? Is it some mixture? I personally believe it's a mixture. I do believe that some people, based on their characteristics and what they do and how they do it, um, are, are just natural leaders. Um, people tend to gravitate towards them and they want to move in that direction because they have the capability to capture the hearts and minds of people. I think for other people, though, I think that you can grow into a leadership role that will that you can be just as effective as the people that were had that just born natural me for example if when i was in junior high and high school i was the kid that passed out at the podium <laughs> when it was when it was time to get up and do speaking and do you do oh yes 
I can't I, even imagine. I, I didn't know. I'm a totally. It, it, it's crazy when I tell people that they're like, "There's no way." And I was like, "I'll get some of my old teachers to come on." You know, <laughs> a couple of them had to wake me up off the floor. I would get hot. I get. I'd just get nervous. I would be sweating. I'd get up there, say two words, and then boom, I'd hit the floor. Wow. So, but over the years, I have learned to hone my skills and my capabilities. And now people are like, I just can't imagine you that way because you are very open and, you know, uh, you're very charismatic and, you know, you get up in front of all these people and talk on a regular basis. And and it's like, but I didn't used to be that way. <laughs> and they're like, well, people follow you a lot more. And I was like, yeah, but I had to hone that skill. I had to hone the skill of being able to build concise, clear visions for people and encourage them and get them amped up to go do something that maybe they weren't necessarily excited about doing to begin with. Um, so I, I, I think it's both. I think there are people born and I think there are people who can learn to lead efficiently and effectively. All right, great. So here's, here's the scenario. You have somebody on your staff. Mm -hmm. And they come to you with excuses, with excuses and sin. You know, mm -hmm. they, yeah. they say, I'm not a leader, you know, <laughs> don't, don't even do, you know, I'm not ready for it or, yes. you know, you can't develop me. And, and here's four assumptions they make. I'm curious, uh -huh. what, what would you say to somebody who came to you and said one of these things? So one of them is, I'm not a born leader, so I can't lead. Uh -huh. there's, there's assumption number one for why. A person can't be a leader. Yeah. What would you say to that person? Well, the first thing I usually do, because I've heard that time and time again, is I'd tell them exactly that story I just told you. I also was not a natural born leader. I also, people didn't want to follow me when I was younger. People didn't want to, I didn't have that. I was like, if I of all people, and believe me, my whole family and, and all of my teachers in the past, they can tell you, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't, I had, I had a guidance counselor once tell me, yeah, you probably want to go to trade school and figure out something. You're not going to really work your way up in the, the upper echelon. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I uh, have not had an opportunity to go back to that person and explain and, and show them where I'm at now. But, uh, but if I can do it, anybody can do it. Right. You don't have to be a natural born. Great, great. Now, what about those that, that say you know, I'm not a leader until, and I don't want to be a leader until I'm in a position where I have the title or the seniority. When I have a title and seniority, then I'll become a leader. Yeah. So this, there, there's two pieces to, to this. One, a, a title and a position does not necessarily make you a, an effective leader. It makes you a leader, but it doesn't make you necessarily an effective one. So I, I, I am leery of those who say that type because they, they just want that title. They want to get in there first and then try to work on themselves and their skills and capabilities. And that usually doesn't work out very well for that particular person. Kind of like saying, give me the money, I'll show you. And then I'll show you what, then then show you what yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the flip side of that is that I have seen people not in the leadership role lead better than the person who was in the leadership role in that particular project. Nice. And it, it, it really was about the person who was not in the leadership role being able to work with, negotiate, and maneuver the group 
to go in a good direction where the leader was not able to do that. The actual untitled, titled leader. Okay. And the, the third one here, uh, three out of four, work experience will automatically make me a leader. I don't need to do any of this training. You know, <laughs> once I get the experience, leadership will just come out of my pores and yeah. you know, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you the, say to that person? Um, yeah, that one, um, <laughs> I, I, I try to go back and talk to them about all of the leaders that I have known who have had, shared in that same philosophy. And without going through and learning about yourself, which is a lot of the stuff that we do is leadership trainings, right? We, it's leadership trainings, uh, and, and we can go back and forth on this for a while, but leadership trainings are not always about you just going there and learning how to direct people. Right. A lot of leadership trainings is working on yourself first. Yep, I agree. It's working on yourself and understanding yourself first and then you make your way to actually using that and understanding how to use that to lead others. Yeah. So I usually go to that that those particular set of people who, who say that and I'm like, no, this this is not this is not that. You you've got to go through the process of understanding you and your capabilities and your skill set and improving the areas that you're weak in in order to be an efficient and effective leader. And that kind of segues into the fourth assumption. The fourth assumption's gotta be my favorite, right? It's all about the timing, really. When do you you start developing yourself as a leader? And, And this fourth one here is, I'm waiting until I get a position to start developing as a leader. Yeah, this is this is that that person, uh, <laughs> the the story that kind of comes along with this, or the and this is anecdotal, but uh-huh. it, it's you know, you don't wait until somebody shows up to your house and they steal the TV to start working out. Yes, right. This is not the time <laughs> to get in shape. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is not the time to learn home defense. When, <laughs> you should have been prepping. The- <laughs> So what, what advice have you given some of your staff who say who say that same thing? You know, I, I, I want to be a leader, but, you know, one day, you know, I, I'm just going to wait until I have the position and then I'll start. Yeah. Now, I, I think that what I try to do is I try to get, and I, I hope most of my previous staffs and my current staff would, would agree with the statement, but I try to make sure that I place my people in certain situations and on certain projects that will help them learn different aspects and, and, and learn how to use different skill sets to go ahead and start growing those skill sets without the title. So, and what I mean by that is I'm putting them in, in, in very specific positions and in very specific projects with very specific stakeholders in order to stretch themselves because I know they're going to have to with the particular stakeholders I'm putting them with and stuff like that. I, I, I know they're going to grow in that, even though they don't know that they're growing. Does that make sense? So they, they don't know that they're growing, but they're, they're actually growing through that. And I, I tell them, you've got to start early and you've got to build that base without that solid foundation. Yep. It, it's not going to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate you walking through that. So yeah. this is this is kind of this whole session here uh, in terms of influence. It's not just defining what, what leadership is, you know, yeah. the ability to gain followers and all that. Yeah. It's it's a, a call to action of sorts. Yes. To, to 
you know, and I, I wear many sins around my waist, right? And I, <laughs> it's a call to action to say, don't wait, you yes. know, and don't think that you're not a leader. That, Correct. That everybody is influencing somebody in yes. some way, influencing positively or negatively. Or negatively. <laughs> they're, they're coming after it. And so, so they're saying, you know, if, if you want to prepare for tomorrow, if you want to be a leader tomorrow, you yes. have to start today. Yes. Fair enough? Yo, very much. Very <laughs> much. You got to start now and you got to keep building. Excellent. Never ends. Never <laughs> ends. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts on this. So next week, we're going to bring you back. Yes. And we're going to talk about the five levels of leadership. That's going to be the cool. uh, the big thing, according to, again, John Maxwell, who knows yep. more about leadership than I do. Yeah. By a lot. <laughs> by uh, a lot. <laughs> so, uh, we'll walk through those five, five levels, and I'm going to be real curious. Where do you think you are in those, and where oh, what are boy. some examples of others that you think uh, are are in those levels? So again, thanks for your time, and yes. uh, looking forward to the next discussion. Excellent. Same here.